The Friends of Porty Prom has become something of an umbrella group for local organisations that use the prom, the beach or the water. We'll hear from some of them shortly. When we first heard about the idea, Councillor Mary Campbell was keen to stress that it needed to reflect what the community wanted and to set out a series of priorities, focusing a smallish number of projects rather than spreading resources too thin. Well, a lot of that list is still on the table public access toilets and showers, for instance. But John Davey, who chairs the Board of Trustees, set out three things he thought the group needed to focus on as we emerged from the restrictions of the past year. Promoting activities and events on the prom using our different social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, and we have got an Instagram account, which we haven't really made much use of yet. That's probably a key role for what we do. I think we've got almost a thousand followers on Facebook. And when we have promoted things on there, publicised things on there, it does seem to get quite a lot of response. Hopefully it will become more significant for people to, to share information and to find out what's going on on the prom. Small projects are the things that we did in the past where we organised things such as the clean of the prom. Hopefully going forward we can maybe organise some more of those sorts of things, clearing out the, the blocked drainage channels and uh, Lee's marvellous uh, device to clean those out was particularly useful. And so maybe we'll get involved with some of those activities which we as a group organise. I suppose that the last thing is, having set ourselves up as a, a charity of, with a bank account, we're in a position to provide a sort of charitable vehicle for somebody who's got a particularly good idea for some project on the prom but hasn't got the means to get the funding. So many funders will want this to be a charity already existing. And so the Friends of the Prom will provide that vehicle for somebody with, a, with an idea and and in an ideal case, I think that person would, would join the board as a trustee and would help to lead that particular project with the assistance of the rest of the board. That's, a, I suppose, a third strand of what we're about. The same year that the Friends of Porty Prom appeared, Keep Scotland Beautiful launched its My Beach, Your Beach campaign. The idea was to remind the people who use the beach and prom that it's their responsibility to clean up after themselves. The 2021 version of this begins today. His campaign's officer is Giorgino Masaraki. Following on from the context of the pandemic and lockdown and how people are using natural spaces, last year we kind of created this element of the campaign that was very much focused on celebrating the beach and celebrating it for locals and really getting people to tap into their appreciation for this wonderful natural resource on their doorstep. So we're going to be building on that this year and carrying on with that sort of angle of it. So messaging around lucky to live here, how wonderful the beach is, is still going to be a feature of the campaign this year. But in addition, as lockdown restrictions are easing, and, you know, more and more people are using the beach. And even last year, we saw that, you know, actually beaches were really well used and we're anticipating more of that this year. There's going to be a big focus on beach stewardship this year, basically, really focusing on encouraging people to take care of the sand and sea. So at its heart, My Beach, Your Beach, initially it was conceived as a campaign that's focused on bathing water quality quite specifically. We're basically broadening the scope and broadening the message to just say, you know, take care of the beach. We love the beach. Don't trash the beach. So the calls to action are the same. The key things that we're asking people to be mindful of are around making sure not to leave litter, making sure to bag and bin any dog poo, and also not feeding the gulls. And all of these things, you know, they are important for bathing water quality specifically, but they're also, in terms of what resonates with your average beach user, 
they're important for just keeping the beach environment nice and healthy for everyone who uses it. So that is sort of really the focus this year. And we have a lot more messaging around help protect the sand and sea, not just put your litter in the bin, but maybe take your litter away with you if the bin is full or, you know, there isn't one available right there. Trying to get people to be a little bit more proactive, I suppose, in in taking care of, of the beaches that they love. Earlier this year, Keep Porty Tidy, the litter-picking group, was launched. Although its volunteers initially focused on the beach and the prom, they've made a noticeable improvement in Portobello all the way up to the high street. The two people first appointed to run the group were Greta Elliott, the campaign manager, and Colin Cornwall. Greta couldn't be at the meeting but wrote the report, part of which Colin read out. In May, over 40 volunteers carried out a litter pick for KPT, Keep Porty Tidy, and we collected over 57 bags of litter. The Oscars group supplied KPT with a new storage area and shed located behind the pipe lane public toilets, as well as equipment and tabards and the new bin stickers, which are on display on the prom. They also provide free tea, coffees and gelato to volunteers. KPT joined the Friends of Figgit Park, another litter picking group, and Surfers Against Sewage litter picks in May and contributed to a big beach queen event stretching from Edinburgh to Berwick-upon-Tweed in the first weekend of June. In May, the group submitted its first litter survey of the season to keep Scotland beautiful and the Marine Conservation Society reporting on the amount and types of litter found on the beach and prom. The KPT Facebook group has gained around 130 new members and we have now created an Instagram page. Going forward, we will continue to contribute to the Keep Scotland Beautiful summer campaigns and to submit further litter surveys in July and August. We also hope to organise events involving local schools and the Portobello Community Football Academy. The Art Walk Porty is an important feature of the early autumn, which this year will take place between the 4th and 12th of September. It'll be a smaller event than usual. 25 artists are opening their houses and studios. There will be new events on the high street and a number of residences will end, such as the Decorators Project run by Nikki Bird, which focuses on the lives of the women who worked in the Portobello Potteries. Again, Rosie Naylor was unable to be there in person, but her report was presented by Ian Maxwell. Future Value, which is a choreographed, improvised dance and movement piece which local artist Deirdre MacLeod has been working on, collaborating with dance choreographer Monica De Giovanni. This involves about 10 local volunteers working together to think about how the built environment of particularly Western Portobello is changing and how we move and behave in urban spaces with two performances during the festival. The very well received photographic project that linked Portobello to Iceland this year, expanding to link with a number of locations around the globe. Working with the Art Walks 2021 theme of Assemble, linking places far and near, John Daisy is bringing together a project that will connect many photographers based in Porty with those abroad, with a culminating banner on Porty Prom planned for September. They also recently created a walking app called Walksy that invites users to record their own walks by uploading images, audio or text that marks different moments along their walk. It will track where you walk and also where you'll be able to see others' walks. 
including curated walks devised through different artists they've worked with. They hope for it to build up a library of walks over time that collectively records where we walk. The waters off Porty Beach have been used by hundreds of people over the past year. It's astonishing to hear that the open water swimming group called the Wild Ones now have over five and a half thousand people actively taking part. It's also been a good time to have a paddleboard, for instance. You can get out on the water without worrying about social distancing. But it's been very different for other parts of the Portobello Sailing and Kayaking Club, especially the rowers from Row Porty, as Michael Alsop from the club explained. Had a hiatus over the last year or so, clearly with lockdown and all the activities that we haven't been able to run. Getting back to normal now, though, so we've got still some restrictions, but we are able to get the two St Isles skiffs out again now that we're allowed group amateur sport activity. So you've probably seen those heading out along with Easton and Esmouth as well. So that's that's good. And the kayakers have been able to get out a little earlier. We've been able to take measures in the yard to obviously make sure that that has been safe for groups as well. A couple of things just to update everyone on and actually just picking up with what John you were saying earlier with you know the sort of increase in popularity of the prom even though clearly there haven't been any club activities the amount of inquiries we've had for joining PSKC and getting involved with the rowing the kayaking the windsurfing paddleboarding etc etc has been huge we've had more members join in the last sort of three months I think than the last few years put together you know that ties in with obviously people looking to have their recreation activities maybe closer to home and yeah kind of realizing the sort of facilities that we've got at Portobello great news hopefully you know for the club and for the kind of wider enjoyment of Portobello. He also mentioned the success the club's had so far in raising money for the new water sports hub on the prom, over £100,000 so far, to match a grant from Sports Scotland, and they still need to raise a further 75000 There were other reports presented to the meeting, but the quality of the internet meant that some of them were not as clearly audible as we'd have liked. However, some of them, such as Beach Volleyball, the Joppa Shoreline Project and Walk Forth, will, all going well, make future episodes in their own right. There is a tendency amongst sporty people to think of the beach and prom as ours, and also to think it's a well-known attraction to the good people of Edinburgh. It's something that concerned both Lee Kindness of Portobello Community Council and Colin Cornwall of the Friends of Porty Prom. You know, it, it's Edinburgh's beach. It's not Portobello's beach. It's, yeah, you exactly. Know, you know, we're, we're not yeah. just here for mm. people who live here. It's to a large extent a, a, an unrecognised asset that Edinburgh has, Portobello by the sea. Although Portobello is, is undoubtedly far more popular these days, it's still that kind of hidden gem. An awful lot of people on the west side of Edinburgh, in the course of my work, if I go to visit anybody, the Barnton End or that, that far west of Edinburgh, a lot of people have never been to Portobello. And the last time, you know, would be it's so long, so yeah. far back, to talking about Portobello of old. There is still a lot of work to be done if we want to encourage more people to Portobello. Um, I don't know that we do. There are detailed issues still to be resolved. Who's responsible for maintaining the children's play areas and perhaps the contentious issue of the many bonfires on the beach in an area that's supposed to be a smoke-free zone, not to mention that list of priorities still on the table. However, with a newly elected and expanded board of trustees, we should start to see increasing activity from the friends of Porty Prom.